Yes, yes, y'all. What's going on, Internet? The Black Hokage here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you back to Hokage Thoughts, the show where I ain't no hoes, but I do think out loud here on anchor.fm slash the Black Hokage. We're also available on Spotify and all other major podcast outlets. Today, in which I'm recording this podcast, is August 17th, 2018. And I want to kick this podcast off by saying, rest in power, Aretha Franklin. Let's put some R E S P E C T on her name via a moment of silence. All right, let's get it. So today's show, it might be a struggle show because news was dry as hell this week. Boy, what is going on? Nothing. I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't anything particularly I was interested in. So this whole episode about to be a Q&A session. So uh, thank you to everyone who submitted questions via the Anchor app. But before we get into it, just know that Anchor released a new feature. You can now support the show financially by clicking the subscribe button on my channel. You don't have to. But all support is much appreciated because I got some expensive ass bills. And I would also like to point out, uh, this is the uh, fourth episode and I didn't fuck up my intro. Yo, I need to put, I'm gonna put a round of applause sound effect right here. Round of applause for me, motherfuckers. Round of applause for me. Anyways, uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about gaming, anime, some life shit, and a little bit of music. All right, let's get into it. Gaming. So the first question comes from General Minded James, which honestly, your name sounds like a uh, generic box of cereal brand. Like, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, let's see what he has to say. Do you find it harder for persons of color to make it on YouTube and streaming services versus those that lack melanin? And also, do you feel like we can do it without making complete and other fools of ourselves? Thank you. Awesome question. Bet, bet, bet. We're going to get into it. But before we do, I just want to say if you're a person who does not like to hear about race, if you always feel like somebody's playing the race card or something like that, just go ahead and turn this podcast off because I'm going to let you know right now. I was black before I started gaming. I'm going to be black well after. So uh, <laughs> this is reality. Anyways, uh, he asked, is it hard to blow up in the gaming space uh, when you're black? Absolutely. There's like there's definitely a ceiling for this shit. It feels like um, it's definitely obviously you have people that uh, there's what, what we call the exception or a variable who make it through someone like the uh, TSM crew, like uh, Myth and uh, Daquan and all of them. You got someone like Corey Kenshin. Like there's there's a few people who will blow up. I don't feel like I'm on that level. Like I feel like I'm in the middle somewhere. I'm not I'm not on their level. I'm very honest with myself. Um, but is it hard to blow up? Yes. Now, if you would have asked me when I was younger, I would have been like, it's because I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, it's because I'm black. But as I've gotten, I don't <laughs> this podcast is awful. I'm sorry I just did that, yo. I probably just blew your eardrums out. <laughs> but uh as I'm growing older, I've come to realize that uh most people are not racist uh, when it comes comes to this gaming scene. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of fucking racist ass people. Turn on that Xbox Live. Turn on Rainbow Six Siege or something like that. You're going you're gonna to get called a nibba. Trust me. Because <laughs> that's their new thing, right? They, they, they don't want to get banned, so they say nibba. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it definitely, it, it definitely is harder. But I've come to the realization that most people who watch gaming content, they're not racist. What it is, is they're, I don't want to say ignorant. Maybe they're just not exposed i talked about this on a po- a, a previous podcast i feel like people are more inclined to be drawn towards someone who looks like them and when i say it looks like them i'm not talking about physical features but i'm talking about actual skin color uh if, i mean a good example is i don't know, look at high school look at school period like the black kids tend to, tended to hang out together 
the Hispanic kids tended to hang out together. The white kids tended to hang out together. I know it's like that in jail. They'd be sticking together and shit like that. And of course, at times we intertwine and we group and we party together. But a lot of times we tend to stick with people who look like us. And I, I feel like that applies to the gaming space as well. Uh, an example I can give you is let's say there's someone like me who is black and you have someone like, I don't know, Ninja, right? A person who watches Ninja might not watch me not because they're racist but they don't just they don't know how to react or absorb what's going on in the black space right so timmy grew up around white people mostly uh most most of black he's ever seen is probably from music videos and the token kid that was in his class or some shit like that and timmy it's just easier for timmy to go watch a ninja stream because it's easier for him to to relate to the way that ninja speaks the way that he plays the game like what's the word look at the well i guess this applies to speaks the colloquialisms like if timmy comes to a black stream and he hears some of the shit that i'd be saying he's gonna be like what the fuck is this and it's not because he's racist he just doesn't understand he doesn't he wasn't exposed to i guess our culture like that so i guess it makes it harder for him to relate to us i guess that's what i'm trying to make it seem like uh, it's not a, a race thing it's more of a, a relatable thing because you're not if you didn't like there's like i know you see like those white people that uh like like gary owen like the comedian you could tell he grew up around black people he's comfortable around and the way that he speaks around he speaks about them and he jokes about them and shit like that you could tell someone like that grew up around black people but if you didn't grow up around us if you didn't grow up around hispanics you don't know how to react and you don't know how to watch and consume the content i guess um and of course there's always exceptions there's always going to be people who don't give a fuck about race they're just going to watch you because they want to watch you but there are people whether they want to admit it or not subconsciously are attracted to what looks like them um so what it comes down to is it's not a race thing for the most part i think more of it it's a number thing at least here in america so for those of you let me give you some more game i swear i'd be yo y'all gotta pay me for the game i'd be dropping y'all the gems for those of you unaware the way at least it works on the youtube side of things twitch i think it's more random but on the youtube side of things the audience that you attract is based off of geography um if i check my uh statistics most of the time it says most of my audience is from new york and chicago and other east coast cities and there's a little bit of west coast mixed in but that's because i'm from dc so naturally they're going to show people that are close to dc to me uh to they're going to expose them to my type of content uh where am i going with this i just had a fucking brain fart uh but like yeah someone like uh timmy <laughs> he just he didn't grow up around i guess a, a city where there's full of there's colors back to what i was I, I don't even know what the fuck i'm saying okay back to what i was going with it. it's a numbers thing right in america there's mostly there's mostly majority white folks although hispanics will take over i think they said like 2050 or some shit like that but in america right now the majority is still white people uh and what's the name because there are more white people they're gonna be more white people watching white people right like black people we make up what 10 to 13 percent of america so that's a very small pot to draw from and like i said people are attracted to one another so the white the white people have an advantage because let's say they make up i don't know 60 percent of america i don't know i'm just throwing a number out i'm not i'm not saying that's a fact let's say that they make up 60 percent of the uh the u.s they're going to be able to draw from 60 percent of the audience plus people who are maybe not white when you're black you're drawing from that 10 to 13 percent keep in mind there's a lot of competition so we're, we're basically fighting for scraps is what it is and like i said it's not a racial thing it's a numbers thing now there are people who break through like i said the tm's crew the, that's the ex, that's the exception that's the variable like uh people i i fucking hate it when people say like oh racism doesn't exist anymore because barack obama he was president like barack obama is the exception barack obama didn't solve all the problems he's not most black people and that's just kind of 
kind of how it is like being black just affects every fucking thing that goes on in america um going on to your second question you say can we do can we blow up without cooning absolutely go back goes back to uh TS, them tmsm dudes they don't be cooning they just be playing they tsm myth and daquan they blew up because they're just fucking good at the game like daquan is the one that uh I think he, if he didn't invent it, he made it popular. The double pump in Fortnite, like people come through and watch them because they generally enjoy how good they are at the game. So you can break through, obviously, if you're really that good at the game. Is the problem is most of us are not that good, so most of us have to rely. And this is this is not even a black thing. Most of us in the Twitch or the YouTube space are not that good at games, so we have to rely more on personality-driven content. And most people just have a dry-ass personality; they don't want to admit it. Um, I think you can blow up without cooning, but unfortunately, there are always going to be people who are going to blow up because they are cooning. And unfortunately, a lot of that, I feel like, has to do with the fact that they do they do perpetuate stereotypes. So more people are inclined to watch them. Like, uh, I remember Dave Chappelle was talking about in a one uh, what made him like think about quitting the Chappelle show is he was doing some skit and uh, he was making some like racial joke and he was making some racial black joke. And to him. You know, Chappelle pokes fun at everybody. And to him, he was just poking fun, having fun with the joke. And he said that he saw some white lady behind the uh, screen laughing at the joke. And he felt like she wasn't laughing with him because she didn't understand the context of the joke and the entire picture. She felt more like she was laughing at him. And I feel like when you coon, when you coon on the Internet, not only are you going to attract other coons, which are <laughs> there are a lot of them uh you also are going to attract people who love to laugh at stereotypes and that's why i feel like people who coon blow up but you can make it it's just a lot fucking harder um the best thing you can do is network um that's something that i'm learning as i go as i get a little bit older when i was younger i used to think oh i got x amount of views somebody gonna come to me now nah, people ain't gonna come to you closed mouths don't get fed fam you gotta get out there you gotta get to events you gotta speak to people um and let them know who you are and why you have value what your community can do can you can you uh bring a different demographic like that's the main thing i would say so yeah you can you can blow up without cooning just the road is a lot harder it is a lot harder because you know massive love when uh them coons shucking jive and it's a goddamn shame that it's uh it is what it is but i'm trying i mean <laughs> i'm next subject bro i don't even want to talk about this shit. <laughs> all right the next question it is coming from and uh forgive me if i pronounce your name wrong because it got like an apostrophe in it or one of them fancy names i think it's cristobal cristobal uh and he wants to know some stuff about some games so let's get into it hey tvh how you doing um what game are you most interested in for the remaining half of 2018 all right this is an easy one what games are you interested in that are coming out this fall i got you bro here's the here's the list i had to go look what's coming out this fall and my list goes like this uh and this is no particular order. I'm not saying I'm more excited about one game than the other. These are the ones that I'm just kind of interested in. These are the ones that you'll most likely see me play on stream and, and YouTube and shit like that. All right, so September, of course. Spider-Man, Spider-Man can do anything. Take your bitch, he can. Uh, that Spider-Man look fire. I want to see what's going on with Miles Morales. Will he suit up as Black Spidey? Come through, swing and save your bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, graphically, it just looks great. Gameplay looks great. So definitely interested in that. I want to swing around the city. Uh, Red Dead 2. Everybody hypes up fucking Red Dead Redemption. I never played it, and I'm not going to play it because I found out Red Dead Redemption 2 is a prequel to Red Dead. So <laughs> I'm 
playing the game in order um but yeah everybody hypes this up i mean the gameplay looked nice the, the graphics look beautiful so i'm definitely interested to see what they do with that i'm also interested to see what they do with the multiplayer in red dead redemption 2 um are we going to be able to be cowboys going and on like hunts taking down the most wanted people on the server and shit like that um uh soul caliber 6 Ooh, i am a for those of you unaware i am a super soul caliber fan <clears throat> Um, I love Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube with fucking Link. I beat your ass in that shit. I love Soul Calibur 4. That was the one that I last that I really loved. I made a lot of creative characters in Soul Calibur 4. If you've been following my channel for a long time, you know. I did a video where like I made an Iron Man build. I made a Doctor Doom build. Uh, I made it like like they, the customization in that series is so deep, and I hope that they keep it like that because you can make a lot of different characters in the game, and it's really dope. Um, I, didn't, I wasn't really a big fan of Soul Calibur 5, so I'm definitely interested to see what they do with 6. Um, it's one of those few fighting games that I'll actually try to get good at. You might see me play it online a lot. I'll probably play it offline first because I'm trying to get good at it. But, uh, oh, I remember I made a Spider-Man build, right? I don't remember the name of the character, but I remember I, I turned him into Spider-Man. I remember he could crawl on the ground and he could also jump on your head. I wish I could remember the name of him. But I remember I used to troll with him online. I used to just jump on your head and then roll on your body and shit. Soul Calibur is a very underrated fighting series, man. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, another fighting game, My Heroes One's Justice. Big My Hero fan, so of course I got to support the content. I got to play uh, a demo of it at E3, and I, I had fun with it. It was kind of like um, a 3D arena brawler, but not like it's a little bit more slow pace. Slow pace, not like it's not like um, the Naruto games or Xenoverse. I would akin it more to like uh, Power Stone, not in terms of gameplay, just kind of the flow of it, maybe. Um, it seemed a little bit like it was a button masher, but that might have just been because we didn't know what we were doing. I want to see what the level of depth does this fighter have, and is it balanced? That's what I'm curious to see. And also, is there is there a story mode to that? Because uh, I know the Black Clover game definitely has a story, which is another game that I'm looking forward to. I know, I know, I know. You guys hate Black Clover. Go fuck! I like Black Clover, bitch. Da, 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 da. Black Clover. I don't know what they be saying like Japanese shit, so I don't know what the fuck they be saying. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Black Clover Quartet Knights. It's uh, an objective-based game where you got to use all the different type of magicians to cap the objectives and shit like that. And it looks like it's going to be pretty fun. Uh, beta is actually happening this weekend. I don't know about what time you guys will hear this, but just let you know there's a beta if you need to know the times that it's going down. Check out the GI website. <clears throat> Of course, I'm looking forward to Spyro Reignited. If you don't know what that is, that is the, the Spyro the Dragon Remastered Collection. Um, that shit's going to be fire. I'm just a big Spyro fan. Um, I, it was a big part of my childhood. It has one of the best soundtracks in gaming. But you know about that. That shit is fire. Uh, for those of you unaware, though, Spyro did get pushed back. It was supposed to come out in September, but it got pushed back to November. In case you guys didn't know, make sure you're following the GI site. And also, I don't know if you guys don't know, uh, if you buy the the disc version of Spyro, supposedly it only comes with the first game and the other two are digital downloads. So Activision has been catching a lot of heat for that shit, but I'm still playing. For y'all the dragons. Uh, Fallout 76. I'm definitely looking for that. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I, I, the Fallout community seemed to hate Fallout 4, but I liked it. It was my first Fallout game. I enjoyed it for what it was. I enjoyed picking people apart, and I'm curious to see how co-op and online will work, how they're going to handle the griefers and like the people that are trolling in the game uh because i definitely will be um like that one trailer like four people were fighting that big ass monster it just it looked fun it looked like something it looked like kind of like destiny not aesthetically but just with the co-op and people attacking big ass damn my phone going off 
let me mute this shit uh fighting big ass monsters and shit like that um it looks cool i definitely want to see what type of abilities i want to see if they have like different classes and different abilities do you have to play roles that's really dope um one game i feel like people are really sleeping on is darksiders 3 darksiders 3 is so on not darksiders 3, but the darksiders franchise is so underrated i love darksiders 2 darksiders 1 was cool too um if you're unfamiliar with the series darksiders is if god of war and zelda had a baby it is like that nice little middle ground it's got nice like zelda like zelda's action is pretty simple uh but like this game it's like you got the combos and shit like that like fucking kratos but then you also have your puzzles and stuff like it's not too actiony but it's not too puzzly i know those aren't words but they mean something to me and i'm definitely looking out for uh definitely got for dark Souls 3 plus that plus that game saw uh it stars a woman you're gonna be playing as fury which I, did they do that on purpose did they do that on purpose uh because the last dude you played in, in dark Souls 2 you played death right and that was a dude in dark Souls 3 you play fury and it happens to be a woman what are they trying to say hell have no no uh scoring like a uh, i don't even know the fucking quote look how retarded i am i'm just saying are they trying to say women are furious that's all i'm saying that's sexist i like the character she's hot especially because she's on fire hot uh anyways and last but not least you gotta go with super smash bros ultimate you already know that shit's gonna be fire bro they've already announced like 70 characters and sakurai said they have more characters to announce 900 levels not 900 level 900 tracks there's like a hundred fucking levels you can mix and match and warp the levels together the fucking like the settings are front and center 32 man tournaments are you kidding me when that shit comes out i'm gonna be streaming it i'm gonna beat all y'all asses bro all of y'all pause all the way pause uh but yeah shout out to super smash bros i just hope the online is smooth uh smash bros has always been well this is that the last one was a little bit shaky you might get somebody who has a smooth connection and you might get somebody who might be teleporting all over the place so if you plan on playing super smash bros please 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 get the fucking ethernet port so i can beat your motherfucking ass <laughs> but yeah those are the games that i'm interested in um so the next question is coming from philip and he wants to talk a little bit about red dead here we go how do you feel about red dead redemption 2 not dropping on pc offer do you feel like rockstar is like kind of hoeing us per se or do you feel like they're taking time to make a pc port that's going to be polished and just overall better than if they just ported it straight from like the xbox and ps4 version in regards to red dead redemption on pc fucking rockstar has never released their games on pc day one i don't know why actually I, I, if i had to guess i don't know why i don't work for them but if i had to guess it's because I, I feel like they want to they know where their money is right so grand theft auto 3 vice city san andreas like the big three that everybody remembers that blew up on console that blew up on console first and then eventually they brought it to pc so i feel like what what rockstar is doing is they're acknowledging where their bread and butter is most people are going to buy it on console don't get me wrong there is a strong community on pc for gta but still most people cannot afford a gaming pc for whatever reason and they're gonna play it on console the, the mods are cool we want the mods i want mods for red dead redemption i want to be able to mod one of them damn my little ponies into the game so i can ride it around as a gay cowboy and make everybody mad for no reason <laughs> that's gonna be a serious that's gonna be my series right i'm gonna ride around on my little pony 
uh, fucking with my gay cowboy exposing homophobia and fucking Red Dead Redemption, bro. That's what they're gonna do by trolling them and shit. That's gonna be fucking great. Don't steal my idea. Anyways, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, they're just trying to go where their bread is buttered. That's always important. I feel like people in life always try to force something instead of going where their bread is buttered. Also, I would imagine um, they just want to put out a good PC port. They want to take the time to actually, because I mean, look at look at that trailer that they released, that last one with all that gameplay. Look how smooth, how beautiful that gameplay looks. Just imagine trying to create that big, massive world and adding an extra platform onto their palette is only going to take more time for the game to actually come out. So it seems like maybe they just want to put out the console version and then get to the PC version, because at the end of the day, it's harder to make games on PC. I don't know if people know that it's harder to make games on PC versus console, because with a console, you know what you're getting every every xbox one every well it's getting a little bit harder now that i think about it because there's xbox one there's xbox one s which has different specs whether you guys know that or not it's slightly more powerful then there's the xbox one x which is a lot more powerful then you have the ps4 and the ps4 pro but if we're, if we're talking about the old consoles because <laughs> now i think about it, it's like you might as well just buy a fucking pc uh when you get a console you know what specs you're getting in that box every xbox and every ps4 let's pretend like the pro and the xbox one doesn't exist every xbox and every ps4 has the same specs in it so when they go to create a game for it they know what they're working with they know what their limitations are and they're able to optimize for that console and get the most out of it much easier versus uh versus the pc everybody pc's build is different i got a i got a titan x in my build uh ethos has a 1080 ti he might have a different cpu i might have a different cpu jg's got different ram everybody's build in the world on pc i mean unless you buy one of those pre-builds but if you built your pc everybody and that's the beauty of pc gaming it's customization you want to customize you want to create what you want to create everybody's build is different so you have to test out a lot of different builds you have to account for a lot more to optimize for a pc version and it's never on pc going to be 100 percent amazing like perfect but the, but you always want to get it to a point where it's running smoothly um because like i said it's just it's just harder to create games on pc and i feel like that's why they probably take their time and let's, let's keep it real here rock rockstar is one of the premier gaming studios in gaming um I, I would imagine they pride themselves on putting out a quality product i mean i don't play gta 5 like that but a lot of people love gta 5 and i don't know if you guys know um gta 5 came out in 2013 what is it 2018 now so what is it? that's five years the game's been out five years and i don't give a fuck what anybody says gta 5 is still relevant to this day they announced new dlc new shit coming to gta online motherfuckers go crazy and the only reason people are still playing that game five years later it's a quality product counter-strike go people playing that people been playing it since 2012 quality product if you make a quality product they will build it and they will come that's all i'm saying so that's my take on it i just think it's 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 it takes a lot of time to build a game for pc and why waste your time allocating resources i guess to the pc version when you can just put out the console version and then you can get to the pc version and let's let's keep it a 100 real here y'all you know your ass gonna buy it on pc again i'm gonna be real if the shit is fire on ps4 when i get it and they pull out a pc version and it's got mod support i'm buying it again you and i know you gonna buy it at least twice i know people that have bought gta three four or five times bro like the game they make rockstar make good games you gotta get it can we get a bully too though um moving on to anime news this question is coming from skillful winter and he wants to talk about a little bit about that dragon ball gt you guys remember that shit show uh let's see what he has to say since you were talking about dragon ball and everything that's going on to bring it back broly and stuff and how it's not really 
um a good show anymore did you ever watch dragon ball gt did you like it i know it's not canon but did you still like it did i like dragon ball gt <laughs> oh no and for two reasons the minor reason is right at the start of that show they made goku a kid again now we talked about this on the last podcast my problem with goku i just great character for nostalgia but i'm just fucking over him bruh and it probably started it probably started with gt when i watched that shit i was like they started off the season with him turning into a kid again and i was like really this is just another excuse to write another arc for fucking goku and throw all the other characters aside so i was already upset that they turned him into a kid again but uh what really upset me and this is probably gonna sound petty as hell i don't know if anybody else feels like this but this is the number one reason that i hated dragon ball gt i don't remember which episode it was but it was some episode where a lot of the villains got resurrected from hell and they came back to earth and what a lot of the, the villains decided to do is they decided to go and attack different cities because they're villains and i guess they didn't improve their behavior um and there's a certain scene where vegeta runs into napa napa came back from hell we have not seen napa since the sand saga that's damn near dragon ball like that was it's been a long ass time man so the reason i hated this scene is i felt like whoever was working on gt missed an opportunity to show how much character development vegeta has had in this series napa comes back he's blowing up the town he's laughing <laughs> they don't even really give him any fucking dialogue he's just like die die everybody Vegeta shows up with his fucking porn mustache. I don't know if y'all remember that when they gave him mustaches and shit. And Vegeta was just like, you haven't changed. And then he fucking kills him. What? We have not seen Nappa since the Sand Saga. Think about all the fucking Nappa theories that have come out. What would Nappa look like if he was a fucking Super Saiyan? And like, does he have hair? Does, does his pubes be turned yellow? Like, what happens to Nappa? He was a character that wasn't a main character, but some people loved him. We finally get to see Nappa, and they missed the opportunity. I felt like what they should have did here was when Vegeta found Nappa doing evil shit, he should have yelled at him and be like, hey, Nappa, I see you haven't changed. This is how much I've changed, blah, blah, blah. I love my family. I'm here to defend the earth, and you need to develop as a human, blah, blah. He could have been, this is a moment for Vegeta to basically son Nappa and explain to him why his ways were wrong. And maybe even convert him. It could have been a very good conversation because if you know the lore of Dragon Ball, Nappa has Nappa was with Vegeta when he was a little kid. He practically raised him. He was like his bodyguard at one point, and he trained with him. And then they went to Earth and tried to kill all this shit. So they have a history together. They've known each other since Planet Vegeta. And when he gets to fucking Nappa, he doesn't give him a a father son talk. It wasn't no type of. This was a chance for them to do a tearjerker moment, bruh. And this motherfucker Vegeta says, die, bitch. And he fucking key blasts him. And then and we never saw Nappa again. I was like, this show sucks. <laughs> I'm not saying like I was trying to cry, but like Vegeta. One thing that people always say about the Dragon Ball series is Vegeta. And I, don't, I would probably also argue Piccolo. Vegeta and Piccolo are like the only two characters that have any type of character development. Other than that, I mean, I mean, Krillin fucked a robot. I mean, if you... If, if fucking robot pussy is character development to you, then I guess you could throw Killin and Krillin in there, but fucking Tien, he became a bitch. Fucking Yamcha, he's been a bitch. Uh, I mean, Bulma was always the same, just a smart person. 
Krillin started fucking androids. He started fucking Samsung Galaxy S9s and shit. Um, <laughs> but, like, I would argue Vegeta and Piccolo and, and Goku's just always been a fucking idiot. Like, and Gohan, don't even get me started on Gohan. He's just a bitch. But, yeah, like, he's... Vegeta is one of the only characters in the show that had real character development. We watched him go from a villain to a father that cared about his family there to defend Earth, chasing his goddamn dreams and shit. But they dropped the ball on that. They just killed Nappa again. And I'm just like, bruh, this shows this. You know that SpongeBob mean? Oh, brother, you stink. That's just what I thought. I was like, this shit sucks, bruh. This shit sucks. But uh, moving on, that's all I got for anime. Moving on to the life section. Uh, once again, when we get to this part of this uh, show, I would just like to say uh, these are my opinions. These are not facts. I'm just you're asking questions and I'm answering them. Take everything I say with a grain of salt because I'm not God. Don't worship me. I, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. Okay. I'm just sharing what I think. And this one comes from uh, his name is Deck D E K. Was that supposed to be Dick? Is your name Dick? Well, Robin's name was Dick. Yeah, whatever. Let's get into, <laughs> let's get into this question. I just want to know what's your motivation? What keeps you going? And for someone who doesn't know what that motivation is, how do they find that and let it drive them to be the best at what they want to be and what they can do? All right. So my man asked uh, what keeps me motivated and someone who's not motivated. How do they find something to motivate them? All right, so this is a two-part question. All right, so what keeps me motivated? There's a lot of things, right? Uh, so first, I got bills. Um, <laughs> y'all think I be playing, bro? Y'all have no idea what type of... <laughs> bro, listen. For my website, I got dedicated servers. That's $200 a month. Uh, I have an app, right? For iOS and Android. That's $200 a month. I have to pay for podcast hosting. I got it on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and then uh, Spotify, and then uh, what's the name? Uh, SoundCloud. That's like another two hundred dollars a month. That's six hundred dollars right there. That's just for like online content creation, bro. Then I gotta pay rent, got insurance, health insurance. I, the list goes. It's it's just depressing talking about this. <laughs> the point is, I got motherfucking bills, and like I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. Uh, people probably gonna disagree with me on this shit, but nobody gives a fuck about the plight of a man. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, we've had this conversation before, like I think behind scenes. Nobody gives a fuck. Like a a woman could be crying on the side of the road, or she could be standing on the sidewalk crying. I don't give a fuck who you are. Every man is gonna stop and ask, especially if she cute. <laughs> if she, if she cute and you see a girl crying on the side of the sidewalk, every man passing by is gonna stop and ask her. Hey, 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 why are you crying? What's wrong? You okay? What can I do for you? Same shit for a man. A dude could be crying on the side of the street. Nobody gives a fuck. You could be laying on the ground crying. Your knee busted. Niggas gonna step over you. Excuse me. Nobody gives a fuck about the plight of a man. So at the end of the day, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta take care of what's yours. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, who's gonna do it? I mean, some dudes could couch surf on a friend's couch or a woman might let them stay with them but that's once again like i said with that uh with the, with the black shit earlier that's called a variable that's called a um most people ain't gonna be that lucky and to be honest they ain't gonna let you stay on their couch for that for that long so you better get your fucking life together uh also what else keeps me motivated um shit has happened in my life when i was a kid um 
I've, I've always been I've always been just kind of motivated to just to be great. Like I don't I'm the type of person uh, I do things for the thrill of it. The result or is like whatever. Uh, like money does not motivate me. Money, I know it's cliche to say this. Money will not make you happy, bro. Once I got a little bit of money, I was I was the same person. I was like, whatever. It's the thrill of the chase, I guess, that motivates me. It's it's the fact that I'm doing new things that motivates me. Um, there's nothing more exciting than doing new things, seeing new things, meeting new people. That keeps you motivated. Um, also, I've going into some life shit. I've talked about this in a previous video. I know what it's like to be hungry. Um, and I, I, there's been, I've, I've literally gone, I literally went three days without eating one time. And I'm not talking about, cause a lot of people be, a lot of people be frauding, bro. I'm not talking about like, I had some crackers for breakfast or some cereal for breakfast and I didn't eat the rest of the day. I'm literally talking about, I literally went three days without eating because I had no money. Like it's the worst fucking feeling that you could ever have in your life, bro. And it's like you, when you go through that and you survive it, you, you don't want to do it again. And and this was a time in my life when I was in very good shape. I had a very muscular frame, and I studied kinesiology in in, uh, in a university. If you <clears throat> if you know what that is, study of like movement, basically PE PE type shit. Um, and if you know anything about the human body, you know someone who has a lot of muscle, they need more nutrition than the average person to feed those muscles. So I I was just lying in the bed all day. I hadn't eaten because I had no money. I called my parents, but they couldn't wire me any money because it was like the weekend or some shit like that. It was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I didn't have nothing to eat. They couldn't wire me anything because I was down in like Arkansas and they had weird, weird rules where you couldn't wire money on the weekend and some shit like that. So I went hungry. Uh, I had to lie in the bed all fucking weekend, not move. My plan was I wanted to conserve my energy. So when Monday came and I could get my money, I can go get it. Monday came and I, if you've never really starved, I, you won't understand this. The best way I can explain it is that Monday when I got out of the bed, like just to iron my clothes, I sat up and I was like every step that I took, I was hyperventilating. It is the worst feeling. I felt like I was like 75 or 80. It's the worst fucking feeling you never want to go. With. And then the worst part is when I finally got some food, I threw it up. I, like I said, I said this in a video, but so what happens is when you, when you don't eat for a certain period of time, stomach acid builds up in your stomach. And then when you finally do eat, it's a 50, 50 chance whether or not your body will accept it. My body rejected it. And this is embarrassing. When I finally got to when I finally got to the university on Monday and I had some money to pay for food, I ate and like five minutes later I, I threw up in the middle of the cafeteria in front of everybody. Uh so yeah. <laughs> that keeps me motivated. <laughs> that shit sucks. Um another thing that keeps me motivated, uh when I was a this is another personal thing. When I was a kid, um I had to watch my mother go into I don't know what they call it. It was gonna call it a government office or some shit like that. I was like six or seven, so I don't really know what it was, but I had to watch my mother go into a, uh, a government office and apply for food stamps because we didn't have no money. And you just like you just sitting there in the other chair watching your mother get humiliated by some some old white lady asking stupid ass questions just so you can get some money to eat. bro. like if you've never been on food stamps, you don't really know what I'm talking about. But the people who've been through like that type of shit. Like it does something to you, like psychologically, like looking at your mother, just like upset and shit. And it's like, I don't want that. I don't want I don't want her to go through like that. I don't want her to go through that. Basically. So I need to work harder so that I can provide for people like that. Like I told my I know this is wild. This is one of the few memories I have as a kid. I told myself at like seven. I was like, nah, this ain't going to happen when I get older. Like that shit sucks. So uh, I think that's what keeps me motivated. Um, what was the second half of your question? You were asking. uh 
for people who aren't motivated, what can you do? I said this earlier with the Rockstar shit. Uh, go where your bread is buttered. I, I have this mantra that I personally believe that life is not that hard. People make life hard. You do stupid shit and then wonder why you not are where you want to be. And I'm saying I'm not saying you're doing stupid shit, but stop making your life harder. Ask yourself, what are you good at and focus on that? A lot of times people like to try to force shit and try to do shit that they're not they're not into. Like an, an example is like the rush of like, look at how many people have created a gaming channel on YouTube or Twitch. 80 to 90% of the people, I'm not saying they're not gamers, they're definitely probably gamers, but they're not as passionate about gaming as they try to portray. 80 to 90% of the people who do this shit, they just saw that people were making money and they said, oh, well, I can do this. And then six months later, a month after or, or a year after they created their channel, it goes nowhere. Now they're on Twitter talking about they're suicidal. I'm so de demotivated. I hate this shit. It's stupid. And it's just like, bro, like, you never really had a passion for it. Focus on what you are good at. And if you focus on what you are good at, you will progressively get better. And if you progressively get better, you will find new opportunities and experience new things. Now, if you don't know what you're good at, that's going to take some time, bro. It is what it is. I know how that feels. I don't know how young you are, but when I was in when I was in middle and high school, I used to always tell myself, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I do know that I'm not going to wear a suit because I hate I hate dressing up. Bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, the only one thing that I kind of wanted to do when I was a kid is I wanted to be a game programmer or a game designer because I've always been very passionate about gaming. This shit is there's nothing fraudulent about me. But uh, so when I was in high school, I took computer science and uh, I quickly found out that game programming is not for me. Um, in computer science you learn like the basics of programming and stuff like that and we had to do a project one time where i uh you had to basically make a sprite do an animation if you don't know what a sprite is think of street fighter like the old street fighters like those basically and it's funny that i bring up street fighter so in the project what i decided to do is uh, i downloaded a ryu sprite and to get an a on the project basically i had to animate ryu to do a hadouken the Ryu sprite was basically just him standing there. He wasn't moving. I literally had to physically program to make him do a Hutugan. It took me like a whole week to animate him doing a fucking fireball, bro. I damn near cried. It was so fucking hard. And when I found that shit out, I was like, this ain't, this shit ain't for me, bro. Like, fuck this shit. I think I'm gonna start talking about video games. Like, I get, I got, I gained a whole new respect basically for game developers. Sometimes you gotta do what people do in order to understand how difficult it actually is because the great ones make great things look easy. Mm, dropping gems. But yeah, sometimes it just takes time. I didn't know what I wanted to be. Sometimes things just fall into, fall into your lap. Now, if you don't know what you wanna be, what I can say is don't be closed minded. If you don't know what you want to be, you have no right to deny anybody who's making a suggestion. Um, if you don't know what you want to be, be open to what people are saying. Like, I remember my grandpa would always say, like, yo, if you're trying to make some money, learn how to be an electrician. I never wanted to be an electrician, but maybe I should have did it because the more skills, the better. I remember my aunt tried to, she owns a barbershop in Atlanta. She was trying to teach me how to uh, cut hair when I was, I worked in her barbershop one summer when, when I was 15. I was sweeping hair. And uh, she said, oh, yeah, you real good sweeping that hair, boy. You want to learn how to cut hair? I told her no. I wish I would have learned how because all my cousins cut hair in the shop and shit like that. Uh, so it, it, I could have got that skill set and then I could have brought it home. And it could have been something I made extra money off of, but I denied it. So don't deny suggestions. Be open to things if you don't know what you want to be. Because a lot of times people don't know what they want. And you never know what you're going to enjoy until you try it. Don't knock it until you try it. A lot of people a lot of people do that with food. They'll be open to trying new foods, but they won't be open to doing that with, with actual things in their life. So take that. 
don't try and don't knock it until you try it and apply it to everything in your mind. And once you find something that you're good at, let that motivate you and think about where it can take you. Uh, hopefully I answered that well enough because that was pretty fucking long winded. All right. Um, the next question that's coming, uh, it's kind of sort of like this question, but the last question I mean, but it's more like college oriented. This one's coming from, and uh, forgive me if I pronounce your name wrong. It's coming from B Bila Ali. My bad, bro. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. My bad. But uh, he wants to talk about college, and this is what he has to say. Yo, what up, TBH? And uh, my question for you is, I remember you saying your black guy tells that you went to college and all that. And uh, I'm in college myself, but I also have a job. So that's stress. And then all the work you come with college, I'm sure you know, stress. What kept you basically motivated to get up? You know what I'm saying? Keep going to your classes because I, I really want to quit. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a couple times I thought about saying, F it, packing everything up and driving off and never and not turning this door back again but uh my question for you was you know what i'm saying what could you hold back all right on this one this one is easy i got you bro the reason you should stay in college is because i mean it's just good to get a good education of course but um what's the name uh high school is whack middle school and high school is whack because you think you're gonna be friends with those people forever but as soon as you leave high school you never talk to those people again when it comes to college, college is a place that you are going to make real friends that you're probably going to know for the rest of your life. You may not talk to them every day, but you'll be friends on Facebook and Twitter. And when you're in their city, you'll link up with them. And the reason that's important is a college is a great place to uh, to network. Um, that friend that you meet might be the next engineer at a company that maybe you want to work at or maybe they'll work at Microsoft and they can get you a job or something like that. Colleges don't just don't just look at college as like a place to be in the books. Get out there and network with people, bro. Um, because you never know what that holds like make it maybe make it a goal for yourself to meet one new person a day one thing i remember about college is everybody's fucking friendly bro everybody was excited uh so just go up to people say hey what up like you see them or you see them playing a card game or something hey can i get in can you teach me how to play meet new people network with them because they're gonna i guarantee you down the road they're gonna be able to opera uh, bring you opportunities but you're also gonna make a lot of lifelong friends in college um and also uh what what kept me like an example i can give you right as a person i met like here's another story yo i'm telling you all types of life stories bro fuck that black guy tell shit bro i'm giving you real gems all right so my family they've always they never really coddled me they've always thrown me into the deep end which is funny because when i was a kid they actually threw me into the deep end of the pool and that's how i learned how to swim but literally all throughout my life they just threw me into the deep end like when it comes to something they'll just be like go do it um my family they drew me down I, i'm from dc but i went to college down in arkansas and my call my family they drew me down my mom and my aunts they drove me down with my stuff to fucking uh, arkansas the school and when i got there they actually overbooked on the dorms they had no dorms ready uh for anybody uh that had arrived at that time even though i was supposed to have a room uh but the thing is my parents dropped me off and i didn't find out there were no dorms available until i had actually uh went into the building and came out but by the time i went into the building my parents left my parents basically dropped me off at college it was like fuck it bye and then i went and checked oh there's no dorms left so now i was sitting there uh i was sitting there on the side of the road uh with my bags i had like i had a bunch of bags i had like 100 pounds on my damn back and i'm stuck in the middle of fucking arkansas i'm from the city bro i'm from the east i'm from the east coast bro i'm not from the, i'm not i don't know about that southern shit bro i'm from the east coast bro <laughs> they left me there I'm walking around campus just aimlessly. I'm going to be real with you. I was tearing up, bro, because it was like, I think I was like 19 or some shit like that. I was a fucking baby. 
and uh i kid you not bro i met this i was i was i was literally sitting in like uh like the central area for like an hour and a half and i kid you not this dude comes up to me and he's like yo why you why are you sitting here with all your bags and shit like that and uh i was like i don't got a dorm like they, they overbooked they can't do nothing for me my parents are gone and this that and the third uh and i think this is before i don't think i i don't think i had a smartphone i don't think i had a and if I did, it had limited minutes. I don't. I don't think there was. A, there was a reason why I couldn't call my parents to come get me, because um, I know some of you are gonna think about that. But yeah, there, but yeah, he was like, "Yeah, what are you doing here, sitting with all your stuff, man? Like somebody gonna rob you?" And they're like, I'm sitting there like teary eyed and shit. And I was like, "Bro, like they don't got no dorms. I was fucking homeless, bro. If you don't know what it's like to be fucking homeless, it is the worst feeling. I would never wish that on anybody. Even though I was only homeless for like an hour, hour and a half, it's the worst fucking feeling in the world. But long story short." dude uh, was like yeah why you why your bags here this that, and third i explained him my situation oh that's cool man he's like they didn't have a dorm for me either he's like i'm such and such he's like what's your name blah 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 i was like cool i'm sitting there like where is this going because like i said i'm from the east coast people ain't this fucking friendly bro but he, he was from arkansas um he's like yo i didn't have a dorm but it's cool because my grandparents are from here he's like i'm staying at my grandparents house down the road he's like come stay with me i'm like you don't even know me i'm like you don't you don't know me you know, I don't, your, your grandparents don't know me. They're going to let me stay, man. That's cool, bro. Come on Threw my shit in his car. They let me stay there. And the crazy part is right. His grandparents, when I talked to them, they was like, so where are you from? I was like, I'm from DC. They was like, oh, we from DC too. And then blah, 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 blah. now I had a friend. We networked. We, we worked on a lot of different things in college. It was cool like that. Um, what I was about to say. And then it was funny, like the very next semester, there came a point where that same dude that let me stay at his house for a little bit, like I stayed at his house for like two weeks and then eventually they had a dorm for me. Um, so yeah, that's my story of me being homeless for an hour and a half. Um, like the next semester, he ran out of money. He didn't have nobody to give me any money. He came up to me, he was like, yo, he was like, I don't got no money. I haven't eaten all day. Don't even say nothing, bro. I got you. He's like, yo, can he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I don't really like asking, but you know, I'm, I'm coming to you because I need something and this, that, and the third. Yeah, I went and got him something to eat and then I got him some extra food. I was like, yeah, put that in the fridge and shit like that, man. It's nothing. It's paying it for. Like, you're going to meet so many cool, nice people. Like, don't, don't just fucking, the point I'm trying to make is don't just fucking bury your head in the books. Get out there and meet people because a lot of them are going to be able to do stuff for you and you're going to do stuff for them and you're going to be able to make lifelong friends. I know it was a heartwarming story, wasn't it? But yeah, being homeless sucks. Fucking sucks. And yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, don't just don't just get caught up in your books. Enjoy the entire college experience. And in the long run, when you get your degree, it'll pay off. That too, bro. Hang in there. Shit's hard. We all got to go through it. We all got to go through it, bro. Did, I, did you hear about my bills earlier? <laughs> you better get that degree. The bills suck. <laughs> but uh, last but not least, let's move into the music section. I only have one question here, and this one comes from my friend. Hi, McKay. I'm surprised you actually send a. I'm surprised you sent me a message, but whatever. Uh, we're gonna play. Let's see what McKay got to say. What's up, TH? It is your girl McKay here, and I know you like some good old rap music. So, my question to you: What do you think about the Nicki Minaj uh, Barbie Dream song that just hit what Friday? Uh, I would really like to know your opinion. Thanks. All right, so. Ms. McKay wants to know about my opinion on the latest Nicki Minaj Barbie something song. Uh, my answer to that is, I mean, we cool and all McKay, but I'm personally offended that you think I listen or I am a fan of Nicki Minaj. 
get the fuck out of here with that shit, bro. And this has been episode four of Hokage Dots. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you to everybody who came through and gave it a listen. I know this is a struggle episode. Hopefully next week we have some uh, more stuff to uh, talk about, some more topics or uh, like news. But the, the news was just super dry. At least the type of shit that I was interested in. So hopefully it'll be better next week. Hopefully this episode was all right. Hopefully I dropped some gems at least. Um, other than that, um, consider supporting the show on Anchor. Go to my Anchor profile and hit subscribe. They have different type of tiers. You don't have to financially support me, but it would be much appreciated because, like I said earlier, I got bills. Feel free to submit a question for next week's episode. Hit the send the message button on the Anchor app. Um, and other than that, it's been episode four. We are available on Spotify as well as Anchor and all other major podcast outlets. That's anchor.fn slash the Black Hokage. Um, I don't got shit else to say, so... Once again, this has been Hokage Thoughts. Thoughts.